Welcome to Big Blend Radio. Uh, now, you know what? You just heard or saw electric, and I just want to call it You Can't Stop Us. <laughs> it is from the new album by Revolution, and that is R-E-V-O-L-U-S-H-N, Revolution. Uh, this is their third and full third full-length album, and guess what? It's called Three. So check it out. Go to revolution.com, and that's S-H-N, so Revolution. Dot com and we're so excited to have no mansfield and david decay kendrick on the show with us today so welcome guys how are you good very good thanks so david is it decay or dk decay well it would be dk i guess in my it's, it's an initials but also a, an endless process of any living life form <laughs> okay so i mean where did you get that I in mean, decay and then uh, i mean we're go. We're today. We're actually recording this on the Day of the Dead, so it's kind of ah, yes. <laughs> so there's a whole other decay. I'm just saying, <laughs> but this one's with a K, right? So that's yeah, yeah. That's it is that's also a, my, my actual initials too. So it worked. It worked. That's good. So no Mansfield. I want to know how you got the word name. <laughs> no, I like that because I, you know, I've had to learn in life that the word no is a positive. Yes, yes, very <laughs> often. Uh, so I, I did the first ever uh, open mic about six or seven years ago. And I, would, I didn't really think much of them, but... Um, the first time I went to this club to do it, it, it was the Hotel Utah in San Francisco. Um, the I chickened out because, you know, it was about 25% pretty bad, about 25% okay. And that night, about 50% are really good people. I'm like, oh, geez. So the next time I came back, I got a, you know, they pull names out of a hat and I got sort of a late number. And um, I had written it really quick. And he couldn't read it so much. But anyway, he said a number 27, whatever it was. So I got up there and I had, because it was a late number and I was so nervous, I was probably about five gin and tonics in. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kind of, he said, and then he couldn't read me. He goes, uh, do you have a name? And I didn't hear exactly what he said. I thought he said something else. And I said, no. I thought he was asking me if I needed a pick or something <laughs> like that. And I said, no. And he goes, okay, ladies and gentlemen, no. 
And then uh, that's how I became no at the Hotel Utah. No, that's awesome. I was just reading a story about Jane Mansfield and I thought, oh, that's a good name. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Now, have you, have you watched the, was it the Vicar on BritBox, like that old, uh, the Vicar, uh, Don French? And I don't know if you watched the, it, there's a character in this British sitcom from, you know, a few decades ago. Um, and he just goes, he's an old English man who just goes, anything he says, the first answer is no, 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 no. And then they say, well, is there parking here? No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is no, 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 no. Oh, you know so, that song? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> so I just, you know, when I saw no, I was like, I like that. But you guys, the music is so wild and, and colorful and fun and serious and takes you on like a joyride. And it is like spacey cool in that way. And I think we miss that. I mean, I think it, it kind of takes me back to some of the music from the 80s, like late 70s, 80s, where it just was like fun to listen and go on this journey and dance around and be like just music was a, you could be what you want to be. You know what I mean? And and mm -hmm. I kind of really missed not kind of I, I missed that. And listening to music just took me way back to my childhood of like music was you are allowed to be expressive even if you're not the musician and the musicians encourage you to be expressive and i feel that about your music we one thing mentioning the journey are we 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 like it loud and fast and and driving ahead but also yeah. lyrically a lot of the stuff is about space or going elsewhere or you know we're just we're just starting off and we're keeping going so that's all kind of thematic uh, works for the group as well mm. but it's but it is fun. I mean yeah it is an adventure I think that's the thing adventure would be a word I would tag to it for example because, further yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 electric tell us about that I mean that's the 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 song we just played tell us about electric and and no you write most of the lyrics right no it's probably, no uh, about two-thirds David and one-third me electric oh, I did write yeah, Frank and I do the most of the songwriting and uh uh yeah stuff starts there so yeah so lyrics are the, the big thing are, are the <laughs> lyrics the beginning parts or the music part it works good with us because for me uh music is first and for David it's lyrics first so we kind of uh -huh. it, it works out well between us how we you know work out songs um, mm. uh, the electric song, I just walked into the studio one day and sat down at the piano and started playing it. It's sort of a, you know, um, just came to me from somewhere. And then as usual, the lyrics took forever. Uh, I, I think we were actually playing it live before we <laughs> finished the song. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, once we got the song together, then, you know, then David and I work out the music and. Well, tell us about the band as a whole. Who's in it and how did you all connect? Well, I, I could say I've known Frank, no, uh, for two centuries now. We've met, we're, we go way back uh, through a couple other bands. And we found that just writing together is, is a fairly painless process, although we're 
hundreds of miles apart at the moment. So really the, the writing core is the two of us. And there's been a few personnel changes, but lovely, we have uh, Olga, our in-house videographer and, and keyboard whiz. Uh, and then now we have kind of a more permanent bass player, but there's been a change and we'll have guests on various records too. But for live, we wanna keep it super visual and sometimes it's been two guitars, sometimes just single. Um, but it's sort of set for the moment, yeah. But we're- yeah. Actually, I counted it. We've had 26 people in the band. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, you know, there's, and none of them left under, well, maybe one, uh, but it's under all- mysterious circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, come on, but that's band life, right? Yeah, yeah. we're, we're kind of like uh, the, uh, we're kind of like Spinal tap, tap, except our drummer's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well well i think it's that's the thing i mean i know when we had our band like it was like a i i mean you could i could write a book just on like a short experience just of everybody coming in and out it was like and especially drummers were the thing you yeah. know that was the hardest part with the drummers and it yeah that the personalities and then eventually the drummer wanted to stick his you know his his drumsticks up somebody else's <laughs> nose well, before anybody David's got the drummer for for revolution so so far he he, he yeah. throws sticks at me all the yeah, time yeah what 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 Dang. is that about you guys with the the sticks like i'm i'm gonna use these on you do you do you have you ever done that like i'm going to no but i i break i play hard i'm i'm not a huge guy, but I, I play with a lot of force and sticks. Yeah, you do. You, yeah. You've got such a good, like, just let's go. Oh. You guys are like running horses in the, in the oh. music. And that, that's the thing. It's like, that's why I say it's like adventure. Yeah. It's like so much fun. It's like, ooh, where can we go? What are we going to do? This is like, once you get into the music and you realize, oh, you can be free. And I think that's the part of it. There's like this freedom in your in your music, no matter what subject you're tackling or do you even think about it being like a, a specific theme or, or, you know, even with the lyrics, I mean, are you thinking that, or is it just like, this works, let's go with it. Well, for me, lyrically, I, I try and stay with some themes for this band. I also, because we're looking ahead into the future, into the entire cosmos. I love systems. I love how, you know, fungal networks work. I love how human beings interact. And I, I can see that leading to, uh, anywhere else in the universe so frankly i i love those kind of themes uh, myth travel fable you said fungal network i need to go back on that because we do tons of interviews lately on this because uh, it's it's no no but isn't it this um see now i've got the no no's see no, once yeah, it starts yeah. in my it's stuck it's stuck but the fungal network i feel like the fungus will actually save us <laughs> well it's they the were fungus here fungus it is. It's a true thing. That that world was here before plants and animals, certainly, and uh, through through that stuff, um, plants can you know like whole forests can kind of connect and communicate mm -hmm. at some level. I mean, it's 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 super interesting how how that works. Everyone gets something out of it, and there's something innately positive about that. So just with a song like Spiral Galaxies, that we're kind of saying hello and if anyone's out there come on and visit because you know we've got we have a party going on yeah we've got more for kids yeah we got all kinds of stuff going on here speaking yeah. of mushrooms just as an aside <laughs> our keyboard player 
yeah. uh, just had a book published on, uh, she did a study of mushrooms. No way. Uh, yeah, Amanita Mascaria. And it was the biggest study in the world. She, she did it on the internet. Oh, and, and I'm very proud of her. Uh, she's been banned in Russia. We what? can't go there. Yeah. Well, no, do we, we want, want to go there. there now? I mean, at yeah, this point, yeah, who you wants? could end up in jail. I mean, that's anyway. Yeah, they, she had a YouTube channel where she talked about legalizing marijuana and using different kinds of mushrooms in Russia. It was in a, a Russian language because uh, that's where she's from mm -hmm. yeah and uh they they took her channel down four or five times and the hackers that followed her would put it right back up within 10 minutes and oh, she wow. went from like fifty thousand before she got banned to one hundred and fifty thousand. now wow see that's what the negativity can be a positive right yeah yeah well that's the truth that that is i mean you don't that's the yin and yang that's our balance right yeah. but she did a whole thing on mushroom i mean this is the whole we're so, I always get in trouble with my language, but we are so up our own asses as human beings. I'm just saying the human species. So I'm sorry I said the A word. Yesterday it was something else. And apparently I need to learn how to say BS, but it is when, and that's the power I think of music is to get us to transport ourselves out of this little limitation cell that we put around ourselves. I think that's the, the function of all, forms of art honestly and music mm -hmm. is one that seems to reach globally and and it just connects with something so inherent in people that it's it's i mean it is a force for good and as, as hippie as that sounds we're into psychedelics and that kind of mindset and yeah playing and it's yeah it's a, a great release and you know we feel good about that what was the first band that you think of like you know i i don't come from the same era, but like I used to play with guys from Flying Burrito Brothers and Can Heat and stuff like that. But so it was kind of getting trippy. But what when you think about psychedelic music, who do you think of? Because then even pop and stuff like that, like you even think some like the B-52s even got a little psychedelic out there. So who would you think now like you listening, like who do you listen to for the trip? Well, his historically, I mean. In around 66 or so, it's like it sort of and mass took over rock music for a short amount of time from Beatles and Stones on down. And yeah. amazing experimental stuff. People were open to new experiences, writing about new things. And it never fully went away. Today, there's great groups, Wand and OCs and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff going on here, West Coast. And it's really it's just about experimenting, going further, trying, you know, different different chords, different subjects. We just we kind of like the energy of that. I it's mean, the elevation. All over the world. Yeah, it's it's levitation. Yeah, it is. A lev that's what drummer, Willie Kellogg, I used to play with drummer. He was yeah, Roman Grape and all of that. And he was like, we got to <laughs> levitate, man. It's a levitation music. But at the end of the evening, there was always a lady. And he's right. There's always a squat dancer. There's a... <laughs> he's like we're levitating but you're gonna still have the squat dancer but she's the free one so it's it's funny but like for you no what where, where would you say levitation music it is a left welcome to big blend radio the levitation station yeah <laughs> well i'm levitating right now i just don't want to show because you know, oh but, i'm a little uh, jealous <laughs> <laughs> the so for me i think it was hendrix the first time i mm. heard you know, the way he played guitar and, and it was mm. 
you know, now when I listen to them, it's very different uh, because, you know, back then I didn't, I couldn't play guitar that well. So I was just amazed at what he did. Uh, now, when I watch live videos, I actually think he's a little sloppy, but his melodies are phenomenal. I mean, mm -hmm. the stuff he came up with and the, the fluid nature of the way he played and the fact that he was doing acid every other day, uh, you know. So, and the recording studio was part of the thing. Just yeah, the yeah. Elements of everything, which we, yeah, try and explore as well. Yeah, we use the studio. Well, we have our own studio, so we, you know, it's on. Ah, oh, sweet. So you can all get together. Because I think that, especially during COVID times, musicians had to, like, do all this electronic stuff. And Yeah, it was rougher for us. That's hard. Period, because of that very reason. We weren't in the same room all the time. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, it's like, being together there's an energy of feeding back and forth and if you can record it then you have that live vibe you know what i mean it's like yeah that is the thing i mean that's the beauty of the band right i mean it's right more than you guys know. have energy like damn like i was saying before you guys came on i you know i just almost got a speeding ticket in a cornfield in <laughs> indiana and if i was listening to music i probably would have gotten that speeding ticket but you know but that's the thing. It's like there's there's music that you, as soon as you turn it on, you're like, oh, no matter how bad your day is, it can turn everything around. And you guys have that music where of turning whatever it, it, you're going to listen and you're like, OK, what's next? Oh, another journey. So each song is a journey. But to put it into a full album, that's a like a that's a big that's like that's a big mushroom sandwich. <laughs> 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 that's a big matzo ball there uh, yeah <laughs> yeah this one took longer than the other ones to do part of it was covid i mean we started it before covid and then and covid was i was lonely because you know david was down there we weren't there was no playing um and so it was funny because i did all the vocals you know late at night usually two or three in the morning and I, <laughs> I'd sober up and I go, shit, that's a great melody, but I sound like a drunken sailor. <laughs> so I had to re-sing everything the next day. Yeah. But it is true now, since it's starting up again, we've already kind of jumped into a, the next record, you know, already. Oh, wow. Very, we're very, uh, kind of want to make up a little lost time, it seems like. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's cool that you're able to record together and be in a studio. That's so... That is awesome. How did this whole thing start? Because this is the third album. And I love the cover, by the way. That's just like, that just yeah. takes us into like all kinds of lands. That, that's um, Olga. Olga does all our, our, our keyboard player. She's amazing. She did all that. That's incredible. She's a, uh, a an award-winning winning artist, like uh, oil painting, especially. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Olga Perry's art. She's a doctor too. Well, was. Um, She'll she... give you mushroom doses. <laughs> yeah, Ashley, that's quite true. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you meet her? Uh actually, well, she's my wife. So. Oh well, there you go. Well, then yeah. you're totally happy. Yeah, I, I we met online of all things, and really, twenty-two wow. years ago. Yeah, they're one of the first online dating, AOL had love on AOL. 
<laughs> I, uh, I broke up with this girl and I just happened to go on that. And she had this ad talking shit about me, how she doesn't want some jerk like the last guy. So I put a ad up and it was there for three days. And then I took it down because I thought I'm not this, you know, it seemed like a desperation thing for me or revenge. But in the meantime, <laughs> Olga wrote me. This yeah. sounds like a good song, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably in there, one of our songs somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, and that that's how we met. And then we, wow. first two dates were terrible. Didn't like each other. Um, I The only reason she went on the second one was because um, I had tickets to Circus Soleil. She wanted to see that. And then, then I told her, I'm going up to the Arctic tomorrow to work for NASA on a Mars habitat. And she's like, oh yeah, sure. And uh, then when we finally got a comms link from up there, I called her from the North Pole and she's like, oh, wow. Wow. So you're not messing around about water. No. It is, uh, it is worth mentioning with the outer space connection to some of this stuff is, is one of our first uh, Revolution songs was written in a Mars habitat in the Utah desert, where you literally, we went into a, a space that was supposed to be like we were on Mars and see, seeing what would people do in leisure time if you're on another planet. One thing you could do is make music, send it back to earth or to another station. So we did a version of that uh, and wrote, a, uh, wrote the first murder that took place on Mars called Martian Shantytown. So that developed that way. That makes sense, though, because even when you think like Utah and you think about the West, I mean, they have all those, you know, tent cities that were happening with, you know, it, it, it's like when you think about all the mining coming in and stuff like that here, everybody moves in. Yeah. This, I mean, we're in that mode now again, like, right. Are we with. You yes. Know. And probably if we went to another planet, I mean, that, that we'll we'll bring all of our own idiosyncrasies and faults and goodness with us so the all of these yeah you can't escape where you are come along crime and goodness both will come along no matter where humanity goes. well that that's it that's part of the thing even when we die if we stay here or go or do this or do i don't believe in hell and whatever but like that's that whole thing you can't escape who you are and what you've done you just can't it it, it i mean i travel full time I can't That's escape myself. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I want to say going up to the Arctic was, did that help in that song and in that music of understanding being in this really remote area of the world? Well, so the, I have the market cornered on building Mars habitats on earth right now. There's <laughs> one in the Arctic, one in Utah and one in Iceland. And the one that David and I went to was in Utah and and we put these, it's a simulated Mars habitat, which means it'll fit inside a rocket and, you know, six people, there's six bunks to stay in. And wow. So this one we built in, uh, in Utah, uh, it's still being, in fact, you can look at the Mars Society. In fact, we just last weekend played in Phoenix a uh, concert for the Mars oh, Society yeah. Convention. For a bunch of nerdy space scientists and no we like space people like we dr like, crispy do you know dr crispy right yeah. oh yeah dr crispy went up to space like he's cool mm -hmm. yeah 
having spent probably more time than anybody in those habitats fitting them out and working on them i don't really want to go anymore <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's it you want you yeah. want your real kellogg sitting yeah. in a tin can for six months to get to mars and then you can't go outside or you explode uh without a suit on but anyway yeah we so david and i went out there to this habitat when they're so it, what happens is they put six astronauts or or scientists in these things for two to four weeks at a time and they pretend they're on mars and you know you have to go outside through the airlock and put a space suit on and just kind of learn how to explore mars well there was a time when no one was in it and and david and i i have a key so we went out there and spent a couple of days there and it really does feel like mars after a day or two because you look outside and they're they're located in mars analogs so you look out the window it looks like mars uh you know there's there's an atmosphere wow it was red and rocky yeah so yeah 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 okay so like that part of utah okay but now yeah. when you when you think about that like when you you're in that confined like you know i like i said travel full time so i'm always like i want you know we were just on a farm for two months and it was beautiful serene loved it but then i'm like i gotta go mm -hmm. you know so when you think about covid during covid we were traveling but very safely and like we're in parks and public land but like covid don't you think that kind of gave that simulation to people of like this is this is it like this is your surroundings this is your habitat and people are fixing homes up now instead of buying new like it's all changed yeah. you know yeah. from that of going deeper inside maybe than always chasing the dream well i hope i hope people i mean chase the dream yeah I, yeah i, I don't mean it realize, you know. yeah that the vulnerability of people is is a very real thing we don't necessarily mm -hmm. run everything at all so it's if it was humbling in any way, it's probably not a bad thing in and of itself. And hopefully it made people realize how important it is to interact with people and how important art and music and, and enjoyment and pleasure is in your life. So hopefully people will expand on that and, and come see groups like Revolution Play. Yeah, I mean, music's back. So you guys, you yeah. guys perform, do you have like specific places you do shows at or? all over the country really we're kind yeah, of yeah you were just in phoenix you said yeah yeah, yeah that was really fun it, it was one of the really good stage song which you know is something that musicians that travel a lot you mm -hmm. don't get that that often um and uh <clears throat> but we've played there uh we've played in wisconsin new york city uh los angeles obviously uh -huh. san francisco a lot yeah. portland uh and we're just getting ready to, we're thinking about going out and starting doing a lot more. Uh, Good. So, yeah. How did you two meet? Uh, and we're there, there In was, the Arctic. Yeah. <laughs> no, On Mars. The Arctic, yeah, Southern Cal. I think through, through musician oh, friends and, yeah. uh, and like in the 1980s, literally that long ago. Uh, and. You know, I've had a long history playing in bands. I think at that time I was in the group Sparks and Gleaming Spires and Frank, to uh, so another friend of ours, Tom of those days, uh, I think we met and we played, you know, periodically through several decades. So, mm. and would write here and there, but this is kind of the first real kind of 
real more yeah. serious writing kind of Full thing. On so thing. so you guys actually do believe we could beam up, right? Well, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a little more complicated than that, but it can be done. Yeah, I mean, you I can think... the the thing that you could do it right now. You can beam particles, but um, you the, you can't do complex. You know, like you wouldn't be put together the same way. <laughs> so, in other words, my dust mites are going out there. Yeah, and that could be problematic. Yeah. yeah, that could, depending yeah. on where I've been, you know. Yeah. But you know, but I love that because that's that's the part about your music is probability, and you know, I think that's the whole thing about psychedelic rock and and pop and music like that. That the adventure. That's why I say it, adventure. adventure. And I think we've got to remember that you know, life is that. It doesn't actually matter whether or not you're traveling or you're in one place, it's what you make of it, you know? And when, it, like I said, like you turn on your music, I don't care what your day is like, you turn it on, it's like, oh yeah, reset, let's go. Let's have a good time. We can elevate and levitate. We can do it, you know? Yeah. You, and we need that. But I want to talk about the beast. Tell us about the beast because uh. you've got this, the beast inside uh, is the final song on the album, but uh, this is part of a movie, right? Yeah. Uh, it, well, it it is Hollywood, so I'm not. I haven't seen the final cut. <laughs> how much they use? <laughs> we're in the movie, David and I. We're we're in a band. Did and, you levitate? <laughs> uh, I well, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, we played a. It, it wasn't too much of a stretch. We played a a dive bar band playing in a dive bar oh, sweet that's awesome for this couple and uh i think they both end up getting killed <laughs> oh that's all so that wasn't in a cornfield in indiana right no this was more like a uh i think actually it's supposed to be in los angeles and that's where we filmed it okay so have have you played dive bars like do you oh. have good dive bar memories uh 50 50 yeah. I had a lot of bad dive bar owner memories, but uh, oh, you know, most dive bar owners think they're they're running the Hollywood Bowl or something. Yeah, uh, isn't it wild? It is yeah. kind of wild because yeah. it's like a local thing. It's like it becomes a big fish in the local pond. Like yeah. David, have you have you played dive bars? I've off and on. I have, yeah, and I've played the opposite as well. And I, I mean, I know. I, I just have to bring I, it up because come on, Every, it's got color in it. Everyone starts. <laughs> David's it. played Madison Square Gardens. Sweet. Uh, um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily the most get out of yourself kind of place to play. But in in that in that mode uh, for that film, it was a little atypical sound wise, but it it was for that film, so. Yeah. What is your best gig spot? I mean, like Madison Square Gardens, that's something everyone dreams of. Is it all that? Um, I like areas to me that are all encompassing. Like there's a place called Red Rocks. That's a gorgeous place. Yeah. Small, uh, smaller clubs where just you're surrounded by the environment. I mean, that, that mm. kind of has a lot to do with it for me. Now that Have you ever played there? Red Rocks, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Me too. That's my one. No, I yeah, because like you're outside. What's a natural cathedral like? A empathy, natural amphitheater, like you can. 
I, I always thought that outdoors as, as a gig location. It's is nice to see stars freeing. and all that stuff too. Yeah, for sure. It's freeing for people more than being, but then there's like the cozy, intimate places, which I dig too. But like when it's free outside, whether you're performing or the audience, there's just something magic about being outdoors. Yeah. I think nature's with it because music comes from nature, right? Yeah. I, I had a house for a while across the hill from that on the west side of the Red Rocks. So I could hear the band when the oh. wind, I could hear the bands. And if I knew a good band was playing there, I could walk through the hills and watch the shows for free. That's cool. Really great. That's cool. So you guys have another album already in the works. Oh yeah. We're a few Probably. shots in. Yeah. Probably a couple. Yeah. So that means I'm going to get a speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll bail you out. We have a. Oh, oh well, listen, <laughs> listen. I may have to have a hovercraft with your music. Yeah, I need, yeah. I need and we're staying. Yeah, staying some outer space themes, and there will be one, hopefully, longer, more epic track, more of one in the ten-minute range, that'll really go on some kind of journey. So, that cool. Be, yeah, I, I'm so excited about your music. I'm serious. Right. Like it's just so freaking cool. See, I'm watching my language. I'm behaving. <laughs> Just got in trouble from yesterday. But everyone, you got to go get this. Uh, so go to revolution.com. And that's revolution, but it's L-U-S-H-N.com. Okay, so why the name? Let's, oh, let's, let's, we have to do that before you go. Revolution. Obviously, well, you had to do the revolution, but, you know. So Olga is Russian. And mm -hmm. when, um, and this is really stupid on my part. I, I think I was too much wine that night or something. I, she's saying, <laughs> when we realized we're going to have an album, the first album out, we thought, hey, you know, the band has to have a name. And we just could not think of anything like most cases. But I said, well, what about Revolution? And she goes, oh, that'll fit you real good. And then she said, no, that name's taken. And she said, but if I spell it like I would in Russia, then we can do it. And and at the time, we were almost didn't want anybody to know about us. We thought, you know, we were thinking we'll just be sort of this underground that nobody's ever been, nobody's ever heard about, and uh, and won't have any pressure or anything. Mm. So I said, yeah, go ahead and use that. Forgetting one of my favorite bands in the world was Revolution, Prince and the Revolution. You know, I love that band. So uh, he, 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 but, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. So now here we are, yeah. Yeah, but revolution. I mean, it. I think we're in that time, though, too. I mean, and and I think about like Olga, like you know, it's like it's such a different time right now with Russia, and, and I, I really hope people understand that. Yeah, who's doing what, and don't 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 go anti-Russian people. In no. you know what I'm you understand what I'm saying? It's like it's we we. I think that's again the power of music of community and communication and centering. Because you can't just, you, you just, we, we, revolution's a good, it's a good name because we need it and it needs to be, and I like that it's not spelt the, the same way as we would. Well, and it's like. Because it, we're in a different era, but we are in a revolutionary time and we need to be a little kinder. It, yeah, it's not the kind of revolution that's with guns or, you know, trying to push some ideology on someone else it's it's like that's sort of the name is spelled different because it's a different kind of thing yeah mm -hmm. and revolution i mean it, it sort of implies nothing there is no stasis really everything keeps 
changing evolving. and evolving. And I mean, standing still is an impossibility. So if you like, you know, as a metaphor there, I mean, everything is always in a state of revolution and change. And we kind of like to try and accentuate the, the positive of that because it can be scary, but that's why like the spiral galaxies welcome calling cards like, hey, here we are. So check it out. Yeah, and we're going to play that now so yeah. everyone can hear that. But that's it. I mean, it goes back to the fungus among us, right? There are, they are among us. And, and it is about, see, the beauty of fungus to me is that it's not just plant. It's not just animal. It's a little in between. So vegans and vegetarians know that you're eating part animal. <laughs> I'm just saying. So it, we're all, it, Fungus reminds us we're all connected to me. That's the most, I, I did not know we were going to have a fungus conversation today on the show, but I, well, psychedelics, duh. But, but honestly, fungus does let us understand about all these interconnected things that, that are going on. And I think that's what music does. You can meet someone who could have two different political beliefs, but you like the same music. So how are we going to find that common ground? Well, we're going to go with music. That's our common ground. How can we, how can we relate? And if we listen to more music, maybe the world would be happier. And ha if we ate more mushrooms or enjoyed them recreationally, maybe we'd all be like in a heightened sense of happiness. I, I that's it, the thing about mushrooms is they work. <laughs> See, <laughs> you take them, you aren't going to just sit there and not feel anything, you know. Uh, and See? most people, I mean, you look at the the amount of uh, people with now I am going to get the ticket from the cop in the yeah. cornfield. Yeah, like <laughs> one dose, and someone will be over Vietnam or Iraq or wherever war. I mean, these it's amazing that um, the way it it connects you with sort of your better self. Right, um, or you even leave the self, and you get connected to a large to, to the larger picture. It's well, not ego driven, yeah. which is a great thing, I think. I think it's um, a stepping stone to being back to where we were uh, before civilization started doing civilized things when we started, you know, civilization apparently started with farming or some, you know, but I grew up in Africa and I grew up as a small kid out in the bush mm -hmm. and your senses and your awareness and your belief systems are far when you look at the star, you saw the stars, right? And you could you'd hear all the the folklore and believe it because when a shooting star came down like it was there like so you didn't need to trip out on anything to to be it but when you're now the way civilization has become so cluttered and and noise pollution we have so much noise pollution that i don't think we understand it as human beings yet so like noise pollution like it should just be music and nature but we have this pollution that we've created so we're not in our senses so all these other things which tribal people indigenous people over the years have used i don't care if it's in the celtic lands or if it's in you know south america here this country africa we've all used things to get to that center spot but it is about going back to nature to me that's just my thing it's about but now in society and cities we need that more than trying to meditate out on a rock in a field you know what i mean because of the mm -hmm. pollution that that's just how i feel here in this country personally yeah and i think yeah. the one thing 
humans do well is like the idea of, of art. You're bringing this thing that oh, it kind of totally. just adds something. And, you know, in a sense, it's like a band is this communal experience that is not necessarily based on one ego, but it's a set, it's another entity. So we kind of bring, bring all of that to- It's the truth. The arts are the truth of the world. Yeah. They are. They tell the truth. Well, thank you, guys. It has been such a trippy, cool conversation. And the music, oh, everyone, go get it. Go get it. We're going to play Spiral Galaxies now. Again, everyone, go to revolution.com. And that's L-U-S-H-N for revolution.com. And we want to thank the National Parks Arts Foundation for sponsoring this. I don't know what they have to say about mushrooms. But hello, <laughs> there's mushrooms in national parks, but don't take them. Oh, yeah. uh, but they are awesome. They provide uh, the, these amazing artist opportunities uh, for artists and residents uh, for a full month residency in national parks across the country. From Dry Tortugas National Park in the Florida Keys, where you'll be on your own island island off grid for a full month just saying guys you guys might like that and you get to create for a full month or go to chaco canyon north in northern new mexico hawaii volcanoes national park for musicians they have their own recording studio in a six-bedroom house overlooking the ocean seriously so check out nationalparksartsfoundation.org and of course keep up with us at bigblendradio.com here it is spiral galaxies thanks so much guys Thank you. One day, quite suddenly, thoughts of spiral galaxies sprung Wipe them